When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with the ring-tailed lemur from Progressive or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle. <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghosts in the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I am Phil Sams. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to check out episode number 57 of the podcast. Now, today we are going to discuss psychic abilities and the paranormal. Now, I have gotten a little bit of slack in the past couple of weeks via email because of some of uh, my thoughts that I have expressed in previous podcasts. And I think I've been misunderstood, so today I'm going to set the record straight. I'm going to give you my exact opinion on psychic mediums, sensitives, empaths, and let you know what I think, the positive and the negative. So, stick around. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Okay, now recently I have gotten a few emails regarding some, I don't want to say things that I've said, or I think I was misquoted, not misquoted, but misunderstood would be a much better way to kind of explain it. And that, like I said, I got some emails from people that weren't quite happy with me about the way I spoke of or represented psychics or people with special paranormal type abilities whether you want to call them sensitives, empaths, or just the general term of psychic mediums who have the ability to interact with spirits or the other side or whatever you want to name it. And I think I've really been misunderstood. So let me set the record straight because obviously these people that, the few people that sent me in, not nasty, but, you know, didn't quite like the way I worded things. Obviously, did not listen to the entire podcast in, w- in which I spoke uh, about the topic of psychic mediums, or they listened to it, it, just picked out what they wanted to hear and wanted to kind of voice their opinion. Now, so I'm going to set the record straight. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about psychic mediums and what I feel and what I believe, because there is no right or wrong answer, honestly. You know, it's a paranormal. We don't understand it. We don't know what causes it. We don't know what it is. That is the beauty of the paranormal and psychic phenomenon or psychic mediums or people with that are, classify themselves as empaths or sensitives. They don't even understand it. So there's no right or wrong answer. That's what I'm getting at. And that is kind of what I want to talk about. 
So here's my opinion. Here's my thoughts. And like I said, this is my opinion. This is what I think. It might not be right or I might be dead nuts. I don't know. But I personally do believe that people have the ability to experience or understand or cope with certain things that are given to them, whether you want to say that psychically or through the energies in the atmosphere around them or have visions or whatever. I believe that is definitely the case. There are some people that have access to a higher functioning level in our brains or in our consciousness that have extra abilities or extra sense, a sixth sense, if you will. That is my belief. Now, personally, I think we all have that ability. Just some people, it's been triggered or activated or have more access to this ability. I think we all have it, though. I'm not saying I have it. I haven't personally felt I've had a psychic moment. Now, I've been in situations on investigations or in life in general where something just felt a little hinky and, you know, I had to go a different direction or I said, okay, something's going on here. I'm feeling something. I am getting bombarded with some kind of energy for a lack of a better word that I don't understand, but it's, it's weird. So I'm not saying that everybody that claims to be a psychic or claims they are interacting with the spirit world or having a conversation with somebody from the other side is completely full of shit. I'm not saying they're making it up. I'm not saying that I don't believe. So I, because I do believe. But what I do say, there is a lot of con artists out there and there's a lot of people that claim to be psychic and are really just looking to take people for a ride to take their money or what have you. That is a fact of life and you can't argue with that. There are definitely some people out there looking to play on the emotions or loss of other people. But I do believe that there are some people that do have that ability that can actually interact with, whether it be spirits of the dead or other dimensions or parallel universes, they are picking up on that. Now, you know, I could break down the different type of psychic mediumship, I guess, but I'm not going to do that in this episode. People are gaining or gathering information some way, shape, or form, whether it be through energy, and they are interpreting it by saying, yes, I'm talking to the spirit of a little girl. I don't doubt there are people that are retreat or receiving some kind of stimuli that is triggering something in the brain, and they are interpreting that way. But I think that's where the problem lies. They are interpreting it, and that Whenever you are interpreting something, there is a chance for misinterpretation in something to go haywire, and you might not get it right because we are all human. We are all flawed. We all make mistakes, and we don't always get it right. That's just the nature of being a human. So there is some chance or some room for error when it comes to psychic mediums. But if you watch these shows and stuff, you know, they're always right. They're always telling you what they what they picked up on. I'm saying not saying they didn't pick up anything. They're just making it all up. What I am saying is they're picked something up, they're interpreting it, and they're relaying that 
message or what they saw or what they had a vision of or what they felt. That's all I'm saying. Now, a lot of pe- there's been a lot of talk on how whether psychic mediums or people with these type of abilities are born or can it be learned. I think the answer is yes to both of those. I think we are born with psychic abilities, but it can be learned. I said, like I said before, I think we all have this ability. It was just some people are be able to tap into it and some people can't. We don't know exactly how our consciousness works or our brain works. And that is the key. And it's funny, I'm, I've interviewed psychics, I've talked to psychics, I've interacted with them. And I've asked questions because I'm an inquisitive person and I want to learn. I, if I don't know something, a lot about a topic or a subject, you know, I try to learn. I ask questions, keep an open mind and try to figure out what's going on or least form an educated opinion. So I've asked these questions, and the one common denominator is most people that do have some sort of psychic ability have experienced some sort of trauma in their life. Almost like that trauma has triggered something in the brain. Now that could be a near-death experience, that's very common, or a traumatic childhood, a loss of a family member at a young age, or any kind of trauma can really trigger that or grant a person access into the deepest levels of our consciousness where maybe we do have receptors to actually pick up some of these energies. That is a very common theme. And then there's people that just have always been like this and have always been able to, you know, pick up on certain things. And, you know, that's fascinating, but I don't know is the answer. This, that might be completely wrong. I mean, it just might be a coincidence that people with that have had near-death experiences or had a traumatic event happen in their life, it just might be coincidence that they somehow develop these powers, or not powers, but these extra abilities. But whatever causes some people to have access to that portion of our consciousness or that portion of our brain is fascinating, and I do believe it's a real thing. Now, I don't think, you know, I'm not going to call 1-800-PSYCHIC and try to get a reading or you go to a, you know, a convention or a flea market or something and get a reading. If I do that, it's just going to be for comedic purposes only, just to kind of get a laugh. But I do think there is something to it because I've had experience. I've been on investigations where I've had a situations, several situations where I, th- I have felt something. I don't know what it was. I didn't feel it the whole time. So... I mean, the first one was at the dollhouse. I believe I talked about this in the front room. I just felt uncomfortable. I was, there was something there. There was something in that room at that particular time that made me nauseous, made me not feel very well. I was picking up on something and it wasn't just being in a creepy location in the dark because it was before the investigation even started. We were still, the lights were on, we were in setup mode and it just hit me and it lasted for a little while and then it was gone. So when I was actually doing an investigation at the location, you know, an hour, two hours later in the same room, I didn't have that same feeling in the dark, pushing the limits a little bit, asking questions, trying to interact with something, trying to, for, you know, it sounds creepy, but conjure something up, you know, by asking questions, is anybody here? That kind of shit. That was weird because it was a room full of people, lights were on, we were setting up, having a conversation. It just hit me where I felt uncomfortable. And then here recently, the last investigation that I went on, I had an experience where they were doing an investigation and I could hear them, you know, they were in the next room. I just went off to by myself 
into a room, sat down in the dark, didn't even have a recorder, didn't had a flashlight, but wasn't on, just sat there in the dark and took the energy of the room in and kind of wanted to observe what was I was feeling, what was going on in the room, what they were, you know, listening to them at the same time. And as I sat there, I felt, it's hard to explain, I felt an energy. I felt almost like static electricity, and it was moving around me. One minute I would feel it on my left side, then I could feel it on my neck, and it almost like it moved counterclockwise around me at times. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a constant movement. It would stay in one spot, move in one spot. Each time it moved, it was different. It was almost like something was sizing me up and walking around me and circling me, <clears throat> circling me. That was, it was weird. You know, I didn't get freaked out. I wasn't scared by any stretch of imagination. Like, you know, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel nauseous. I just felt this energy, not like the dollhouse incident where I felt sick. I felt uneasy. This was just a weird, almost like a static electricity that was moving or some kind of energy that was moving around me. Now, what it was, was it paranormal? I don't know. I have no freaking clue what it was. It was just something weird. I didn't have any equipment on me. I was just sitting there, just me, myself, and I, soaking in the environment and trying to almost go to a meditative state and kind of just take in the environment. Now, later, you know, a few minutes later, another person came in who has some abilities, kind of felt like there was something right in front of me or off to my left. And if I remember correctly, that was right where I was kind of feeling that energy at that time. And so this went on for about half hour, 45 minutes. I went to another part of the building to actually start investigating or do more of a traditional type investigation. Went back to that room and nothing. That was the only time I felt that in the entire evening, the entire night. I didn't feel it again, as in when it comes to EVPs and reviewing the tapes, I really didn't get much. That was the only thing I felt at that particular location the entire evening that I was there. And I was there from about nine to about six in the morning. That was the only thing I felt that entire night. And that was the only thing I've caught. And I ran some video, took some pictures, nothing. The investigation for all intended purposes was a dud. Except for for me, anyway, that one little half hour, 45 minute moment. I can't explain it. Was it some kind of weird electrical field in that room? It was an old, a very old home, but I'm, you know, it was pretty modernized. I mean, I don't think it was faulty electricity or faulty wiring, but I don't know. There wasn't high, super high EMF in any part of the location from what I, throughout my night of kind of, going through with other people and investigating. Um, K2 meters didn't go off frequently. Couldn't really find any real spikes that much, but it was interesting, and I don't know what it was. Now, was that me becoming more of a sensitive or an empath and interacting? Something was trying to interact with me. I, You know, our bodies are sensors, and I've said this in past episodes. There is something to that, and I don't know. You know, every time I go out, I'm trying to get more in touch with my, I guess, psychic side. You know, I'm trying to be more open to, you know, those type of experiences and not relying on the scientific tools, not scientific tools, but the modern interpretation of what paranormal investigation should be. You know, your EMF detectors, your 
your digital recorders, your cameras, your stuff photography. I want to be more in the moment. And I've always stated that I feel we as people and our bodies are the best paranormal investigation tool because we know what we feel, we know what we see, we know what we hear, and we can interact with our environment around us. And that is the key and that is the most important part of any investigation or any type of experience that anybody has is your personal experience. So, you know, so these people who sent me these messages, you know, listen, listen to the entire podcast and you would have basically heard exactly what I spoke about today so far. That is my opinion. Now, yes, there are some people, like I stated earlier, that are in it for the money. They are looking to tell, they will tell, they are cold reading people. They will tell anybody what they want to hear. And I do get a kick out of some of those people when, you know, they're, you know, I'm seeing a name with a B. Well, no shit. Almost everybody in the history of the world has had a relative with a B in their name. That is definitely a thing. Cold reading is definitely a thing. But it's not the only thing. There are, I've met them, I've talked to people, I've interacted with people that have had some, or have some abilities that I can't explain. And they are not coincidence. They weren't getting a lucky guess. I've interacted with these people, and so there is something to it, but I'm not buying all the bullshit either. So from now on, if you, before you jump my shit, listen to the whole podcast, take it all in, understand what I'm trying to say. Just don't focus in on one thing I said and take it out of context or misinterpret it and think that's the way I feel. So pay attention. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I believe in psychics. I think people have some special abilities, but I think we all have them. Some people can just tap into them. Some people can't. Some people are open to it. Some people have been closed off with the way they brought up their religion or what have you. That is my personal feeling. All right, now that we've gotten that out of the way, there is actually a downside or a negative side to dealing with people with those type of extrasensory abilities, whether it be an empath, psychic medium, or what have you, there is a definite downside. And that is my issue with it. But all in all, like I said, stated earlier, I do think there is something to it. But the, the downside is this. These people tend to be 100% true believers. And every time they go into a location, every time they do an investigation, they are 100% certain that they're dealing with some sort of entity or spirit. And if you've listened to me for any time whatsoever, you know that I don't buy it. In most cases, when you're dealing with the paranormal or a haunting, 90% of the stuff you encounter, you experience, can be rationally explained. And it's not always paranormal. It's not always a ghost. But when you're dealing with people that are empaths, especially empaths, psychic memes are a little bit different because they actually communicate or they hear or they see or they get impressions in their mind's eye, whichever type of psychic medium they happen to be. That's a little bit different. But when you're dealing with sensitives or empaths who just get feelings or who are hypersensitive to their surroundings, they immediately jump to the paranormal or to a spirit. And that's not always the case. Like I said, they are definitely think they are getting something. They are, they are picking up on something. 
And but I think a lot of times in not most cases, but some of the time they are interpreting what they're picking up wrong. And it might just be a high EMF field or some kind of infrasound that they are super hyper sensitive to and they're picking up and they're interpreting it as some kind of paranormal activity. When Let's be honest, it's not. And that's the case with anybody. So that is why I, when I investigate, I investigate if I'm going to a place that is, has supposed activity, I don't come in going, oh, I'm going to get a lot of activity. I come in, okay, show me what you got. I don't immediately expect anything to actually happen. If I go into a location that, and I'm expecting something to happen or I'm desiring something to happen, then I'm going to project that psychic energy into the atmosphere and I'm going to pick up something in return. Something's going to get bounced back at me. Now, it doesn't mean it's paranormal. And this is what happens with psychic mediums. Sometimes it's just a bump. Sometimes it's just a house um, creaking. Sometimes it's just a strange breeze that has no apparent place of origin. And they automatically go to the paranormal instead of doing their due diligence and actually investigating, trying to come up with a rational explanation before they make that leap into the paranormal. And that is my problem with it. There's nothing wrong with having certain abilities, but you have to be able to decipher between paranormal and something that's just weird that might have a rational explanation for it. And when you are so gung-ho with your special abilities that it is just a feeling and you are 100% sure that that is what you're interacting with, you leave a lot on the table, you make some mistakes. And the same goes with psychic mediums a little bit. I do think they're getting something and the brain's interpreting it and sometimes they can interpret it wrong. Ideally, you want a psychic medium or anybody with that's uh, empath or sensitive to understand that not everything's paranormal and they have to be able to put things into categories and know that and decipher between the two. So, you know, I don't know what to make of it, honestly, but I am leaving the door open. I definitely do believe we all have some sort of ability, just some of us can't tap into it. Some of us has been indoctrinated into believing that it's all hocus pocus stuff and it's there's nothing to it. And other people who have had experiences or have had some kind of life-altering or traumatic event, has that f- switch has been flipped, and they can pick up on stuff. You know, I don't know. But that's the beautiful thing of the paranormal. I don't know is the perfect phrase, because nobody truly knows. Even a psychic medium is not 100% foolproof or and knows all the answers. So that's going to wrap up this episode of Ghost of the Night. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget, you can always catch all the show notes at ghostofthenightpodcast.com. That's where we have all the show notes for every episode. For this episode, we'll have a transcript of the episode in most cases. Um, be sure while you're there to click on the links to the uh, Spreadshirt shop and pick up a paranormal t-shirt, whether it be a podcast t-shirt or one of the other t-shirts that we have or sweatshirts or hoodies or whatever, be sure to check that out. 
And also we are an affiliate of the Ghost Stop. So if you need some ghost hunting equipment, whether it be EMF meters, digital recorders, IR lights, IR cameras, ghost box, whatever, check them out by clicking the link on pretty much every page or most of the pages, especially the homepage of the website. And that will send you directly to them and you can do some paranormal shopping. I greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Let me know what you think there, or you can send me an email at gitnpodcast at gmail.com. That is another excellent way to reach out and get to know me. I love to interact with my listeners. Even if you don't agree with me, like these two people who sent me the emails that sparked this episode, I appreciate you for reaching out and voicing your opinion, and thank you very much. You don't have to agree with me, just voice your opinion. This is the paranormal, nothing is set in stone. We don't know what's going on. If we knew what was going on, then it wouldn't be paranormal. So reach out and let me know what you think. You can also follow us on Facebook at Ghost in the Night, Instagram at Ghost underscore Night underscore Podcast. Those are pretty much all my social media accounts. You can also become a patron of our Patreon account. That's patreon.com backslash GITM podcast. So until next week, thank you for listening. I am Phil Sams. Have a great day and take care, everybody. What do y'all want a da da da? I'm not a da with a da da da. We could switch to Progressa da da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah? Let's switch to Progressa da da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah! Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote da da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.